0: Up with this list. Something the whatever face podcast
1: Oh, but you at least gotta get the name right.
0: Is that <laughs> not, is it not it?
1: Whatever face is it is it that what it's called? No, that's what they said it was okay, called. Okay, whatever okay. face I podcast. I thought you were just <laughs> missing it. I'm like Shock G face. What is up? What's happening? This is your second time up here. Uh my uncle. He was the first person in my phone listed as mellow. And then Carmelo just came and bodied your whole neck. so. <laughs> What's up, so, Bill?
0: Yo, I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. Living life, enjoying life, and
1: just grateful for life. So I'm good, man. Oh, oh. Sounds like you had an encounter that changed your whole perspective.
0: Man, listen, listen, man. <laughs> <laughs> In life, man, if you don't have an account, that means you ain't living. You know what I'm saying?
1: Sure. All right. I, I'm going to skip all the present trees and get right into it. let if it do those it. those were your kids, are you bringing McDonald's for everybody or just your son? Depends upon my relationship with the woman,
0: and not saying that I would do it all the time either. Now, me if me if me and the woman don't have a good relationship, then I'm just taking care of mine. You got to find a way for yours. <laughs> you know, you can, they got OnlyFans, they got they got Linktree. They, they Linktree to give you all types of websites. You can do a Snapchat Premium. Whatever you need to do to get food for your kids, you do that. I'll take care of mine.
1: I see but what this you're is con- what your money going to.
0: Oh, no, not at all.
1: No need for all that. No need for all that. You know, I'm if, if, I'm, if I'm McDonald's, I would be eating this up and I would have so much uh, publicity from my marketing team, my social media people, I'll be eating this up, but I'm I'm going to, so I'm on the fence with this and I'm going to play devil's advocate a lot in this conversation, but let me ask you, you know, the situation they weren't together. She said he knew that she had three other uh, baby daddies or whatever have you. And I also heard that this story is fake and she's a TikToker and she does this stuff all the time. And I also saw a video of her uh, saying, basically, doubling down on her stance. Um, But I'll ask you this. Just for uh, shits and giggles, you said you would do it, but not all the time.
0: Right. Because, yo, my child is my responsibility. Right. All those children are your responsibility. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I I didn't I didn't have the pleasure of making those other three. I shot I shot off my I shot up the club my one time. And I got 18 years. So I don't know what you want me to do. You know what I'm saying? Like. Let's be let's be honest. You know, like yo, this is this is about responsibility. And you don't want to do you, you do not want to take care of your responsibilities. You want someone to take care of you and your responsibilities. And that's called a
1: bum. Yeah. You're a bum. So here's my stance. And like I said, I'm on a fence, and I agree with you. Um, I've been in situations. And cousins ain't the same thing as a baby mama, but I'm just trying to paint the picture for somebody out there. I've been in situations where uh, my cousins on my wife's side, bless her heart, um, have been in my house and I'll call my wife and be like, yo, what do y'all want to eat? Which is my norm for my house. What do y'all want to eat? I order something and have it delivered. If the cousins are there, now I feel obligated to get them something because they're in my house. And if I'm feeding my house, it looks kind of weird not feeding everybody. So there are times where I've ordered food for everybody, but only intended to get food from my house because that's a norm.
0: Right, right.
1: In this, in this scenario, I agree with you there are times where I may do out of the kindness of my heart. Right. But that's out of the kindness of my heart. That's not because you asked or anything else. Like, I'm doing it with, like, okay, yeah, you do got other people over there. I'll feed everybody.
0: Right.
1: Right. Now, the other side to that is, but what if this particular day, I only had enough money to feed my kid. Those other people, like yep. you said, ain't my responsibility, but Definitely. I'm not gonna not feed my kid. All right. My son is six years old, right? Right. And religiously, he asked for a 10-piece nugget from McDonald's. Religiously. Right. You would think you would think he had a job. Uh, religiously, he wants a 10 piece. <laughs> <laughs> he wants a 10-piece nugget. If I'm in that situation and it was a baby mama situation with like other siblings, if I only have money for my kid that day and he's not accustomed to getting a 10 piece nugget, I would feel horrible getting him a four piece just so that I can feed everybody else off of the money that I had that day. Right. You know,
0: the caveat, that whole situation is this like I don't want the other kids to become jealous of my kid yeah. because he's getting what they're not getting so you know that's why I made sure to say sometimes I'm gonna, I'm definitely going to be the one to make sure everybody got something you know what I'm saying um, but it, it, it has to be the conversation has to be to that woman, like, "Yo, you got to make sure they all eat." And and if I only have for my kid, then I'm going to focus on my kid. Yeah. That that's the one we made together, you know. And like, like your cousin Jamai, you know what I'm saying? Um, Kenya, you know, she got five other kids. When I went that, when I had went out to Washington a few years ago to, to see them out there. You know what I'm saying? At times, you know, I would buy some stuff for everybody, but most of my time was spent with my kid. That, that's mine. That, that's, 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 that's my face on her body. That, <laughs> that, that's the one I'm, you know, that's the one I'm taking care of. Because I have to make sure, above all things, that the relationship between me and my kid is strong. Yeah. That's what matters above all things.
1: But additionally, you're not responsible for the other kids. It's a nice gesture. And I, I, like I said, I'm playing devil's advocate in, in some of this conversation, but realistically, you're only responsible for the one you created. It's a nice gesture for you to uh, make sure everybody else eats. That's a nice gesture. But it's not uh, like, not a prerequisite, not a mandate like that you have to take care of because you could take the stance from day one. I'm only looking after my kid. It's out of the kindness of my heart that I'm helping everybody here. But it, it, that ain't something I'm supp- like, I'm not supposed to. I'm doing it because I want to.
0: Yeah, I I agree but you also have to make sure that you establish a safe environment for your child because that's how bullying starts. Yeah. You know, and, you know, being bullied by your siblings is, you know, something we've never had to deal with. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I cannot allow my kid to be be in an environment that was created because I wanted to be stubborn. Yeah. I, so now it becomes a thing of where, you know, sometimes I have to bite the bullet until either one, I go and get my child to live with me or two, she steps up and she does what she has to do. And my thing is, if, if you don't do number two, we definitely go do number one. <laughs> That, that's where we at. Because right, he so has to on. have an environment to grow. He has to have an eng- environment to grow without the threat of being bullied.
1: Now, actually, this: coming off of the conversation about uh, that whole McDonald's situation, which I can't believe you niggas are still talking about. And really, some people are up in arms about this whole thing. Why? Um, When the girl says she faked it. Yeah. uh, uh, Some people are still up in arms about this. All right. So coming off of that conversation, I ask you to rank these three things and give me why you're ranking them in the order you're ranking them. Love, loyalty, respect. Respect, number one. Loyalty, number two. Love,
0: number
1: three. Talk about it. Respect, loyalty, love for you.
0: See, respect is something that you cannot, you can't buy respect. Respect is something that is given to you because of your impact. If I've made an impact on you, whether or not you like me, I I still want to see that respect. Whether or not you love me. See, love is a funny thing. (laughs) I'll get to love in a second. Whether or not you (laughs) love me, I need you to respect me. Because if you don't respect me, no matter how much you claim you love me, I'll never believe it. No matter how much you claim you're loyal, all you are is is, is a loyal piece of garbage. Because, you know, at some point, If you don't respect me and you're being loyal to me, it's because you see me as a valued chip in your scheme, in your plan. So it really isn't about how you feel about me. It's really about you being loyal to me because I'm taking you and you're going to get somewhere on my coattails. Now, loyalty, if you respect me and you're loyal to me, that means everything. That means everything. Because your loyalty and your respect allows me to open myself up to receive love from you. I can't receive love from anything that's disrespecting me and is oh. three. Love love says love says You know what? I I can grow here because there's already an environment created for me to grow. The necessary the necessary um, the necessary the necessary uh, devices for my growth are already in place. Love always works best and most efficient when there is when there's respect and when there is loyalty. If you remove loyalty or respect, love becomes something that can be manipulated.
1: And there are a lot ask, of people <clears throat> I'm listening. Would you not say that loyalty can be manipulated as well? Of
0: course, that's why respect is number one. You know what I'm saying? Like if if I know you respect me, I know you're not gonna manipulate my your loyalty to me. You're, so asking like, about,
1: you're asking a lot from people based off of your own standards and moral code. It's your hope nah. that if you respect me, these other things will fall in line. But that that's your hope.
0: Nah, that that's how it works. It you you don't anything anything that you are disloyal to, you don't respect. Anything, anything that does not have respect, you can't tell me you love me and don't respect me. You can't tell me that. It does, that doesn't exist. In I can disagree love, with that. Uh, well, let, let, okay, let's, let's talk about
1: it. I can disagree with that and say, uh, For instance, lovely how life just gives us stuff to go back and forth with. Even in the situation uh, you you mentioned with Jamiah and her mom, Uh she might've loved you at one point, but lost respect for you. And even in that same same sentence, she might've loved you wholeheartedly at one point enough to have a kid lost respect, lost respect for you in that process. And now that doesn't mean that, oh, I love you and now I have to respect you. Now I respect you because of your actions, what you're doing, like your involvement, things like that. I may not love you. I still may not even be loyal to you, but I respect the fact that you're taking it upon yourself to interject and not be, you know, an absentee or whatever have you. That's in one scenario. Another yeah. scenario could be, again.
0: No, Let other scenario.
1: Another scenario could be, I respect you, growing up in the street. You OG. I respect you for uh, your resume and just who you are—a stand-up person. Nipsey Hussle, Eric Holder, but. I don't have to have loyalty or love for you. I can just respect who you are in your position and still have my own agenda that will turn my love and loyalty for you into a a payday. Well, then that's not respect.
0: Because my respect for you won't allow that
1: to happen. I, I'm playing devil's it, 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 advocate, it, it, but people people could no, see no, the use, the misuse of respect as almost a decoy. Is what I'm saying. Well, well, looking at it this way, you said something very,
0: very, uh, very powerful. You said that the person respects the position. I don't care if you respect my position. I want to know do you do you respect me? Mm-hmm. Because when me and my position are separated then I need to know that that respect is still there. And there are people who play that game where they respect your position, but they don't respect you.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm
0: saying? And like, like, how many churches have pastors that people respect their position, but they don't respect their... The uh, right. You know what I'm saying? And so my thing is, if you respect me, then the loyalty and the love the loyalty automatically comes with that respect. Love then has a, 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 a ground where it can flourish.
1: See, See and you're saying automatic, and I, I have a only reason why I have a problem with automatic is because I'm thinking it from a standpoint, to, a standpoint of I can respect you and not care anything about my loyalty to you or my love for you, but I can respect you.
0: Yeah, but this is the thing it can't be respect without loyalty it can be respect without love but it cannot be respect without loyalty explain that respect is something that is expected but let me let me change that respect is something that is already pregnant with loyalty it's expected Respect is expecting because when you when you say you respect someone, respect means that I put you on a, on a, on a pedestal that others may not be on and, and you only respect people that have had an impact on your life in a positive way. If if they if they, ha- if they if someone has had an impact on your life in a negative way, it's not called respect, it's called fear. Mm. So, you have a lot of people that fear people, but that don't mean they respect you. They just fear you. Respect says that I have positively impacted your life forward, and what happens is automatically tethered to that respect is a loyalty. Automatically. There, there, there are certain things that automatically generate other things. Uh, respect and loyalty. Uh, 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 I would say, um, if you look at um, love and acts of kindness, they go together. If you love someone, you automatically show kindness to them. Automatically. There are certain things that are automatically tethered together.
1: And what do you say to the people, person that says, if I go give a homeless person, buy a homeless person a meal, I'm doing it as an act of kindness, but I don't necessarily love it. What do you say to those people?
0: I say to them, you have a healthy love for humanity. You may not love okay. him personally because you don't okay. know him, but you have a love for humanity. And
1: that is okay. what you're working out of. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. Good, good questions. I like this. I like that. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Um. <laughs> shout out to uh, the JPB for that uh, respect, loyalty, and love because it's been triggering me every single time. Uh, I think about it after hearing that conversation in which uh, they were talking about respect, love, and loyalty. And to be honest with you, I think most males, and I would love to get a a female's take on this, but I feel like most males would rank respect number one. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: And then love respect love and loyalty will like follow suit whatever order they rent they put them in but i feel like most males would put respect number one versus you may have some females that put love number one and let love uh respect and loyalty fall wherever they may but that's an assumption of my life and with the assumption of that's how it is and the the three whatever have you. I was having a conversation the other day. Fourth okay. of July is right around the corner and Juneteenth has just passed. Okay. I was having a conversation the other day about Juneteenth and the other side of Juneteenth. Yes, it's a holiday. Yes, blah, 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 blah. But I would like to pique your interest if I can in this viewpoint. Okay. Juneteenth is basically a yearly reminder that hey, you guys were slaves. Okay. The conversation went to the point of saying, it's almost like having an anniversary for when you get out of prison every year. (laughs) Right. And I have not touched Juneteenth in terms of, hey, happy Juneteenth. Once I realized what it was, I'm like, okay. Why is this talked about more? But now after this, I want to call it transformative conversation, my mind now goes to okay, so why are we why are we celebrating
0: <laughs> To what you say. Well, I, this is my, my thoughts on Joe T. Um I have two minds on it. Okay. My, my my first mind is this. I don't give a damn about a Juneteenth. Okay. Because of exactly what you said, what it stood for. And the way that this became a national holiday really, really, really disturbed me because we didn't we weren't asking for this to be a holiday. What we were asking for was a bill that would protect us from being lynched in the year 2021, which was last year. Yeah. Instead of instead of y'all giving us a bill to stop the lynching of black men and women, you said, here, here's a bone, and you gave us Juneteenth. In which I highly wanted to respond Yo, y'all can kiss my behind. You know what I'm saying? But I, I had other words that were much stronger than behind. Because <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm asking for a specific thing, so that my life and my my children's lives can be protected. And you say, eh, man we're gonna give you a reminder of slavery. Hey, how about it? Yeah, good job, good job. <laughs> nah, nah, you know, that was my first mind. Now, my second mind was like, well, you know what? There are a lot of black people that need small victories in order for them to keep championing, to keep championing, There's the word, Championing <laughs> their cause, I was having trouble. Yeah, so they need small victories in order to motivate them to keep on uh, fighting for the cause, fighting for the movement. So I understood wow. that, you know, and I had to, I had to become, I had to become okay with that paradox because. On you know on a higher level we already know what this is we already see it for what it is this is a bunch of BS
1: mm-hmm.
0: but but on a level where everybody can uh everybody can be affected positively yeah the the people that are out here uh, in the streets every day say Al Sharpton in the National Action Network or or uh, some some of the grassroots people who are in the communities, which I am one of, you know, sometimes you need that little victory just to give you a motivation to say, you know what, who we finally got something. Now let now let's work on this, and it gives you a, a a burst of energy to continue to work. And you know, so I understood that. So those were my two minds, but I follow my first mind most of the time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, F, F, F this fake holiday you gave us in order, in order to, because to me, what they were really saying is that y'all are so stupid, we're going to give you a reminder of how we enslaved you, and you're going to love it.
1: Every year, we're going to talk about the fact that the slaves are freed on July 4th previous years. But the very last person or the very last slave that decided, you know what? Hey, we've been free forever, is when you guys decide to say, hey, hey you're right. June 19th, right. that's your day where you celebrate your very last day of uh, slavery. And only reason why this conversation even came up was because my son asked me, again, same six-year-old, wise, inquisitive little boy asked me, what's Juneteenth? And so I didn't make him an angry black man talking about slavery and all of this other stuff at six years old. I told him, "Uh, well, son, Juneteenth celebrates the last day where people no longer had to work for somebody without their permission. Right. Point blank period. You ask me what it is, I'm giving you what it is without making you the angry black by telling you it's the end of slavery son and white folks done whipped us. Cause you got white friends, you got Spanish friends, you got right. uh, Indian friends, you got Muslim friends. And yeah, you do need to have that conversation but it's like at six years old, that's a lot for you to be, for you yeah. to take in and then go finish playing Ninja Turtles or something else or Spider-Man because you really just wanna know why we got the day off. And I'm unloading all of this African-American history on you. And not not good history, but hey, yeah, this is the actual very last day that black people were no longer slaves.
0: Right. Yeah, that's that's heavy for a six year old to be uh, carrying, you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's,
0: that's a lot of weight there.
1: But uh, Go through summer, go through the summer looking at every white person just mad. Like, my father. Just beating up me all your little white, white friends.
0: I'm <laughs> just playing, y'all playing all kinds of All right. of bam! It's <laughs> <is> a slavery! <laughs> like, whoa, whoa. Slow down there. <laughs> Come on, Chip, let's talk. It's a fine line to walk. It's a fine line to walk because we understand that these children are much more—they're uh, much more advanced than I was at that age, or you were at your age. You know, these kids have an awareness about them that is second to none, and we yeah. have to. We have to walk a fine line in protecting them from a world that seeks to destroy them, but yet and still teaching them how to navigate the systems. You know, it, it's a very fine line. And if we cross certain lines, we make their lives harder, you know? Uh, you know, like prime example, I know this is a, this has nothing to, to do with uh, Juneteenth, but it, but it's just about walking that fine line. Like the way I look at how Dwayne Wade and his dummy of a wife just put their <laughs> child out into the out, out into the media like that. You are drawing a t- Nobody needed to know about that child's sexuality. Nobody needed to know that. But you put that child in a position in a in a position where he is constantly attacked, he or she, whatever whatever you know, it wants to be called. Let me actually you
1: know? let me actually as as a, as a father, yeah. And this is a really tricky conversation, but we're here now. Yeah, as a father, I feel like Dwayne Wade is doing what he needs to do to not only stand with his child during this time, but almost, I have to be an advocate now. I can't just background cheer you on and background tell you I love you. But now I have to outwardly show that we're 1000% supporting you.
0: Says who? says who? Uh, you have to show a regular, you have to show, not regular, I don't want to use that word, because I don't want nobody sending me no letters and attacking me, because I'll slap you. But <laughs>
1: you,
0: you can't, it's the same thing with a straight child. You ha, you want to support your straight child. You don't be up there on TV talking about, hey, my child's got an A. Hey, look, look at them wear pants. <laughs> hey, look at them again. Look at him lift those weights. You're not, you know, it's like to me, it's so contrived. There's nothing Mm -hmm. organic about how it's happening. If he, nobody, first and foremost, before, before uh, the, the woman came along, the child wasn't having those issues, according to the mother. She comes along,
1: we, we can't, can't say, say that. that we can't that, say no, that i'm
0: I'm, say I'm talking i'm telling you what the mother said the mother of of zaya said
1: she's said okay
0: i got me okay i don't know i don't know i don't know the person
1: i'm just the trying to make said, sure you don't get no uh, no unmerited backlash at all i'll slap them let them know <laughs> now
0: zaya's zaya's mother was letting it to be letting it be known that we were not having these issues. This was not even a concern. This wasn't even on the radar. But when he got with the girl, things began to change. And I even look, and this is my thing, even when you look at Dwayne Wade and how he dresses, he over here wearing blouses now, like, yeah, you should have played on the team with Prince.
1: Them. <laughs> you, know, stuff, like. <laughs> you just muted yourself, you big lope. <laughs> Jamal, you muted yourself. What an idiot. <laughs> You're probably going off on a tyrant and you muted yourself. Hey, listen, man. God blocked it. I just want you to know that you're muted. And <laughs> no one's hearing. None what of that. <laughs> Nigga, no one heard nothing of what you just said because you were muted the entire time. <laughs> huh? What, what, what was that? You were muted the entire time you were talking. Hey. God, God, God blocked that. it. You must have said something that the FCC or somebody didn't want you to say because who was blocked? <laughs> Got blocked. What did I say? I don't know. You muted, nigga. I don't, I don't. know what you said.
0: Wow,
1: wow. You must have you muted yourself. But since <laughs> that's funny, God. but I'll take the I'll take the transition. Since we're talking about basketball, free agency hey, has started. Go. It is a hot summer. Um, Kyrie, absent. Durant, absent. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you think of Durant's decision to ask for a trade, and where do you think he lands?
0: Well, I think that uh, him and Kyrie know something. I think that they both know something. I think Kevin Durant and Kyrie had a conversation. I think Kyrie is gonna he opts into the contract to get the money.
1: but signing trade,
0: right? Eventually, he's gonna force a trade. Now, so that means Brooklyn's gonna lose out either way. Now, where where does KD land? He wants to go to Phoenix, but Phoenix, Phoenix or Miami? Go, I heard, right. Phoenix is not gonna give up Devin Booker for you to come there because Devin they Booker just gave him is a good to- Right. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's younger than you. He has years years more than you to go. Uh also you presenting yourself to be kind of controversial, so they staying away from all that. Now mm-hmm. Miami, that is a possibility. That is a huge possibility because Miami could give up Tyler Hero. They can give up. Uh, what's that other? Uh, the other shooter, the other white boy, that can, Duncan, Duncan Robertson. They can give up because Brooklyn needs shooters. You get you. They can get those two shooters, and they can get Oladipo with some draft picks and bring KD over there to team up with
1: uh, Jimmy Buckets
0: and Bam. Yep, and that'll be a that'll be a.
1: Woo! That'll be a situation, boy. Let me me actually put on your GM hat, and it seems like you're already going there. So, in both scenarios, Miami and Philly, you gave me your Miami scenario. I'm going to ask you to put on your uh, Phoenix GM hat and give me your trading package to Brooklyn to get KD. Who,
0: from Phoenix?
1: Booker's off the table, so you can't say Booker now.
0: Well, I'm sending. Um, what's the center's name?
1: Aiden,
0: DeAndre. Aiden. DeAndre Aiden's going over there because he's not happy where he is. Uh, well, um, I would send. Uh, hold on, let me look up this this roster. Let me do what a real GM would do: look up the roster
1: you are looking up the roster? Because I don't know what show you think we're on. We just have all this time for you to do research. Uh, oh, hey. <laughs> nah, but uh, if I'm Phoenix GM, I'm putting Aiton together. Because the thing is, Phoenix has the draft picks. Miami has the, the money. So if I'm Phoenix, I'll give you Aiton. I'll give you Bridges. I'll even probably put... Uh, Cam Johnson in there, um, or maybe even Campaign, not all of them, but and some draft picks to get KD. Couple first round picks, Aiden, Bridges, Campaign, or Cam Johnson are definitely part of that uh deal that you're gonna get to move KD or get me to uh get KD off your books.
0: Okay. And, 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 well, if I'm the next, I'm definitely DeAndre Ayton. I agree with you on that. Um, and I would I would give up Jay Crowder, and I would give up Bizback Bianbo. Who else would I give up? One more person, Cameron Payne. Because see, but the now thing,
1: the thing with that is now I'm depleting. I'm depleting my whole team. For one superstar. Granted, it's a superstar. You're getting to, you, you're not losing on that end, but you're giving up so much. You are and but basically hemorrhaging your today it, as opposed to tomorrow.
0: No, no, because ne- what you can do after that is you're asking for picks. You're not you we're not just getting KD, we're getting picks too. If if, you, if, if if I'm Brooklyn and y'all want KD, y'all going to give that. But if I'm Phoenix, I'm like, okay, we'll take him. But you see how much you're getting and how young they are? We'll take them off your hands. But we need some picks. So my thing is, because right now, Phoenix is, they're not going to win no championships with the team they got. They're not. And if you pair, if you pair up Chris Paul, Booker, and KD, I can get me a I can get me a good free agent squad to sign one year deals. One year deals, yo. Automatically, we we're definitely gonna be in we're gonna be in it because. Once you look at the free agent market, dude. Like, uh, who, who? Let's look. Let's look at the free agent market, shall we? Ain't a lot of uh, ain't a lot of agents
1: left. If you're listening to this, if you're listening to this pod, Bradley bill has resigned. Joker has resigned. PJ Tucker is going to Philly. Um, Bobby Porter is staying in Milwaukee. Uh, who else are the other big name free agents? Uh, Booker has resigned. Um, so, so you kind
0: of got signs of Philly,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So but like, okay, so no, but listen, you still got you still got really good players out there. You got Joe Ingles out there, still a free agent. He oh, went to he, um, um, with he signed with the
1: Lakers. He signed with the Lakers. Who Joe Ingles? Yep,
0: from Utah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Holy crap! Holy crap! I didn't know that. And they signed,
1: um, I think it was Damian Jones, the son of Damian Jones. They they signed to. Holy crap! Listen, if y'all looking at the, the Whatever Face Pod for your NBA news, I I'm sorry to inform you, you probably want to follow Waj or one of the, one of those guys, Waj or Shams. But uh, we're just out here giving you what they saying. because we we ain't got no inside insights. We. We ain't got no sources, but sure we're don't. just telling you what they said. And, yeah, KD is a big whale in a free agent pool because that can uh, – a lot can happen. Um, Westbrook resigned or opted in. Um, as we said before, Kyrie opted in. But a lot of these players can be moved and now signing trades. Um, right. You're a Nick fan, so you should be happy about giving Jalen Brunson that uh, –
0: I, the Knicks are my third of money. option. The Knicks are my third option. I don't even...
1: <laughs> I don't,
0: no way, bro. I am a Denver Nuggets fan, number one, and a Warriors fan, number two. Then the Knicks. <laughs> the Knicks ain't even worse. Be, no way, bro. But, listen, Miles Bridges is still a free agent.
1: Mitchell yeah, Robinson is still you want Miles Bridges? The the only uh, shout out to um my boy Juan for saying uh, Miles Bridges is the only nigga in league history that got a deal and wants to go back to the hood and be a rapper. You really want to? <laughs> you you really want to give that nigga money? This, this nigga keeps muting himself. Get your fat fingers off the screen.
0: I have to tell him this, bro. You're not going to make the money that you make here in rap. As a rap artist, you suck.
1: As a basketball yeah. player, you got something going on for yourself. He's looking at the allure of what everybody else is doing. and See, rap has always sold you smoke and mirrors because you see the cars, you see the jewelry. So you're, you're, you're under the illusion that Everybody is paid like that. And th- it's just an illusion. Sometimes yeah. you don't know yeah. that the yeah. movie's rented, that the cars are rented, that the girls in the video are only there because they're getting the check because of the video. Like,
0: Right, right. Yeah, man. If he if he does oh, yeah. that, you know, but I mean, you would have to, I would have to yo, I would get some rappers. So tell him. Tell him what this is all about, bro. Tell him. And I'm telling you, they go to the now now, bruh. Check this out. You don't want to do what we do. Yo. Man, there's some things I would say, but I can't say because I get muted for saying absolutely nothing. So if I say what I want to say, I'm
1: definitely gonna Keep, to, keep your fingers up the screen. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep your fingers up to the screen and say what you want.
0: Man, listen, man. I'm just like this dude, With all the stuff that's going on in the music industry, man. Please, if you don't want to come, come here bleeding, just just stay here and play basketball. If you don't want your mouth doing things that they ain't got no reason to be doing, the business doing, <laughs> stay stay doing basketball. Because well, that's what they doing to all these young rappers. Are they they doing it to all those young rappers?
1: You know what's crazy. That is the biggest bag fumble, I think, in any sport history. Like, you were a decent player. Okay, Charlotte didn't want to give you the max, but you still could have got your money. And now you caught up in some stupid stuff.
0: Nah, nah. The biggest bag fumble will always be Andrew Bynum. Yeah.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Andrew Bynum right now, I think is like 32 he can still play. Andrew Bynum was the next Shaq. And he just was just crazy. He just, he just went off his meds. It was like, I'm not doing this no more. I'm not doing this some, no more. Some, some people came back. Some people, don't, came, some
1: people don't like the limelight, man.
0: Came back with the Frederick Douglas haircut, and it was over. <laughs> It was over. I was like,
1: what happened? And yeah, Yo, some people don't of, like the spotlight. They don't like the spotlight. But um, have you watched the Lakers show win time on HBO? No. I'm
0: Hopefully
1: not a Lakers fan. With- I'm not a okay. Lakers fan. But I understand what that was like to have... Magic Kareem and all these guys in the 80s as a basketball fan, I know what that bird and magic, what that was like at Celtic Lake Rivalry was like. If you have not seen it, you're doing yourself a disservice. I'm not using this as my show at the recommendation, but I wanted to talk to you about it because you're speaking about basketball. Um, A lot of the Lakers apparently are not happy with the show. I think really? the show might be a slight exaggeration of what actually happened, but okay. it shows you it, it's basically journaling the very year Magic came out of Michigan State and joined the Lakers. Okay. And it takes you on that journey of bus uh bus purchasing the Lakers, them having a forum, and that build up to the Showtime Lakers that we know and some people love and herald as one of the greatest teams in NBA history. But it takes you on this journey. And as a fan of the sport and knowing what you know, like from history and everything else, it's a really dope watch. I can see why some players may feel like it's a – it's too heavily exaggerated. Because they, they do be wowing. But on the other <laughs> hand, it's like it's like magic. You can't be mad at these niggas showing you with a whole bunch of ladies. Because you did have AIDS, nigga. You didn't just get AIDS from
0: oh Blue. they gonna mute you. They gonna mute yeah, they you.
1: They ain't mute me. They ain't <laughs> mute me. My hands do not know I need a screen. But uh <laughs> but it, it does. It does show, Matt. Like it, it does show a young Magic Johnson coming out of college as a rookie, being in LA, um, being around the Hugh Hefners of the world, and being on um uh road like just being in a mix in LA as a college kid. And I was having a conversation, kind of gearing away from that i was having a conversation with my co-workers and i'm saying like back in that time i can understand how if your name is magic johnson if your name is larry bird or even in the 90s if your name is michael jordan how it's very very difficult for you to travel to all these other cities and not have temptation is a nice word I, I, I'll say, temptation thrown at you and then listen to the names that I'm saying. You're not just like somebody off the bench. You're you're, you're him. Mm-hmm. You're, you're yep. the guy or two of the guys or if not, you're on the dream team for crying out loud. Like, I understand how the temptation can be there and not that I necessarily fault Magic for enjoying himself as a young person, but like Chris Rock said, I understand. Listen, listen.
0: Magic did a little bit more than enjoy himself.
1: Oh no, he had a good time. <laughs> oh no, he had a good time. Magic,
0: magic was like yo, effort, nigga. <laughs> oh
1: no, he had a good time. But I'm saying. Listen, if you're in, all right, let me think of, all right, so Utah Jazz, right? You can go out there as a rookie and probably not experience the same amount of temptation as you would being in Los Angeles. You're the star player on the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of different.
0: And yeah, kind of I mean well maybe because in Utah you can have as many wives
1: as you want. <laughs> so you <laughs> you got your, you got yourself a harem. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the wife number two hundred and thirty eight. Uh, uh, let's be real. What are the chances? But the girls in Utah don't, don't
0: look like the girls in you're right.
1: That's the point that I'm going right. it was making. You're right. Like we comparing apples and oranges here, like if you look at it in today's times, the the superstars, the guys like, uh, I'm talking about the younger guys. Your John ja Morant's, your Lamelo Ball's,
0: these you can like
1: superstars it. In
0: this, huh? You can forget about it in this age of time with those names. You can forget about it. You can forget it in, the, in this day and time. <laughs> they they run they bleed. They running on to see what the end gonna be, bro.
1: <laughs> see, through. But, here's my here's my my distinction between the two, right? So 80s, 90s, you probably had people that were excited just to be in the mix. Hey, this is Magic. Hey, this is Bird. Hey, it's Michael Jordan. Like you had people that were as ugly as Project Ewan was, you probably had them uh fly towards him too, being in the Mecca. This, But if you're talking about today's times, today, they probably just trying to get a kid out of you so they can get you for 18 years. Full circle to the conversation room earlier.
0: Yep. Yep. They sure are. And guess what? They fall for it every time. They fall for it every time. You know, one thing that will always be a man's downfall there's a beautiful woman. Especially yep. if when before you had money and you wasn't getting none, and you get and you get you get a little taste. Just when you sign your rookie deal, you get a little taste. Oh boy. You have a good year and they, they give you a hundred, two hundred million dollars. I
1: was about to say, nigga, you see what these contracts are like nowadays? Yo, bruh. Compared You're to what they were getting in the eighties, nineties? Bruh, listen,
0: La- Larry Bird for his whole career made sixty million dollars.
1: That's ridiculous.
0: In fact, I could be wrong. That could
1: be twenty four million. No, I'm, was- I'm, I'm, I, I'm still saying that that's ridiculous because Bradley Bill, who hasn't won a <laughs> thing, <10. laughs> you didn't
0: see when they signed this man
1: too. Nigga got oh. two hundred and fifty one million for five years, fam. What are we talking about right now?
0: Listen, the Wizards is like, listen, we ain't ever going to get nobody more elite than him. So we might as well act like he elite. (laughs) And they just gave that, like, they broke the bank for him because if they didn't, they knew he was going to go somewhere. And for me, for me, I'm looking like there's so many teams that could have just swapped him up that really needed shooting.
1: Listen, and, uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know how to call it, but I will say this. Uh, it's going to be an interesting summer. By the time you hear this podcast, no one knows where Durant may end up or if him and Kyrie will end up together in the same place. Nobody knows. Um, it's now, all speculation at this point. I doubt very seriously that Durant and Kyrie end up in the same place. Um because you know, teams money? just don't want to deal with Kyrie. Look, yeah,
0: you're right, Chief. Listen, listen. It depends. If Kyrie goes to a a, a city where there are no restrictions on his plane, and they never like they're like we good, we have to worry about that. Any someone as talented as Kyrie, someone's always going to take a chance. Always. Unless he has an injury. Now, if he gets an injury that's severe, then, yeah, he's going to be knocked off. You know, because look how they did DeMarcus Cousins. And DeMarcus Cousins can still drop 40. He dropped 40 Mm -hmm. uh, last year. You know, I'm like, yo. So I'm looking, I'm like, yo. Right now, every team should be doing what Oklahoma City is doing doing what what's another team that has a great
1: doing what Golden State is doing yo Houston and Detroit young, got young people that they building around yeah Houston man for sure and Detroit for sure but yeah
0: you know that's the way to go right now cuz that that super team stuff just don't it'll work because it, it there's too much that you have to do for it to come together and there's not it's only one basketball for three superstars and everybody ain't going to do it.
1: Jake. Uh-huh. My point that I, I, I've been making recently to a lot of people is that <clears throat> the Warriors work because Steph's superpower is that he can defer to other people. He don't got to be the main guy in terms of you need to get me the ball. The fact that he can champion the young guys or when KD was there say, hey, look, I'm just happy to be playing basketball and blah, 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 blah. That's a superpower that teams don't have.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's why it works for Golden State. The KD experiment. We got two rings out of it. Steph still stayed, and Steph was digging up KD like, nigga, I don't care. We won 73 without you, but I'm celebrating because I'm just enjoying playing. And, and, and right. I can still right. do me a side of you while you out here wowing too. Man, listen. Let
0: me tell you. Let me tell you, it it takes a very special player to know when to be that aggressive dog and when to say, you know what, I can can be a John Stockton type and defer to somebody. And in this day and time, most people don't have that ability to manage their ego you know pride pride and ego is on like front street that's 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 the broadway show everybody's doing it you know steph curry gets all the kudos in the world because he remained humble and he remained level-headed he didn't let fame fortune women all of that get to his head you know and what I will him. say,
1: what I've enjoyed the most about watching Steph this year, from watching him in any other year, I feel like this year specifically in the playoffs, uh, like you could tell when he first came in, he didn't know he was that guy. Right. But this year, from the jump, yeah, yeah. where he was hitting, like he had a stint of hitting what seven threes in one game, and like. You could tell from the jump he was like, "Oh no, nah, I'm that nigga." Yeah. All star game when he said, "Oh, yeah. what's the what's the record?" There was like uh, glimpses of, "Yeah, I'm that nigga," and there's nothing y'all can do about it. Like, I'm, yo, I'm here with, especially Not
0: with Trey Young trying to trying to trying to come at him. He's no. like, oh, "Sit down,
1: little boy." No. When he pulled up from half boy. court and didn't even watch it go in from half court, <laughs> Bro, ice-grilled tray, Young the entire <laughs> way up the court,
0: I said, yeah, that nigga know.
1: I said, yeah, understand? he know. He, he know.
0: You understand. There's very few players, yo, between Steph, Luka Doncic, yo, the way he was laughing at the Phoenix Suns <laughs> every time the ball went in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I
0: was like, yo, this boy, y'all done got this man, man, and now he's going to make y'all pay. He, yo, he antagonized them the whole game, yo. Uh, but when you got players like that, man, you know, you got, you know, Dame, Dame, Dame is that guy. He he is that guy. He, but Dame had, to, Dame had to learn a lesson too. You ain't Steph. <laughs> He had to
1: learn Listen. that with Steph's out fifty-five on. Them. Yeah, hey, the, I, I, Steph. This year, he put it on like he was very, like you said, he was very humble about it. But this year, I think the most disrespectful sign in all the sports is when a nigga shoots a shot and says "night, night," and puts his hand to his head to say, <laughs> "Yeah, it's over." <laughs> Yo. Like he has a hi- he has a highlight clip of le- just ridiculous stuff that he's doing all year, layups, shots, where it's like he knows it's over. The freaking yeah. pointing to the ring against Boston in the third quarter. I'm like, oh no, this nigga's whapping. Like, <laughs> but that's the type of stuff that, as a fan, you want to see from those guys. Yeah, yeah it's I nice agree. for you to be humble. But when it's time for you to show there's nobody on the planet that can deal with me right now?
0: Right. Right.
1: What, right. That's what Coach K said to uh, Kobe in the Olympics. Like, all right, my nigga, let the, it, it's time. Let that mom out. Like, what are we doing?
0: And the, and the LeBron with his punk. Yo, you can tell your man stop shooting. And <laughs> hey, look, I may not be a LeBron fan, but I respect LeBron's game, right? But there's there's a there's a LeBron seems to alienate his teammates when things ain't going his way. When I watched Steph and they was going through a hard time, Steph talked to the real Stern, but he kept them inspired. You know what I'm saying? And you don't have many players that could do that, man. Like, say what you got to say, but keep us inspired,
1: you know? Bro, you don't go 0 for 9 as a star player on a team and a team still rallies to get you a W. Like, that doesn't happen. Right. Right. You could have easily <laughs> fell into a funk, the whole team. Oh, the right. star player went 0 for 9. I guess we can pack this one up and uh, come come back the next game. Nah. you You, you got to earn that type of respect, like you said, where – yeah, I'm having a bad day. We as a team might be having a bad day, but I can still talk to you niggas and be like, yo, we need to get it together. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. See, yo. But, yeah. Jokic, that's why I love Jokic. Jokic don't even talk much. Jokic just goes out and dominates the game in every aspect of it. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. Even when he was having what they were saying were bad games, he was having 25, 10, and 3. And they're like, that was a bad game for him. When he, when they were playing the Warriors. I'm like, yo. He was out there have, doing
1: it by himself. I'll tell you that.
0: Man. And, and that's all I'm saying. Yo, he took that team this year on his. When people were talking about he shouldn't be the MVP i like, who else should be who? This man had, he, he had glimpses of help, but he didn't have his main cast. And he took him on his shoulders. He led the team in every area. And he dominated the league. The league. When you got someone.
1: Someone 46, would argue in be.
0: Come on. No, stop. I would would look at them and say, stop. Stop. And B, he had injury issues this year too. He's always injured. Jokic was there. Availability means everything. Like, and, and when you look at what the teams became once Jokic left the floor, they became the worst team in the league. Until they got Demarcus Cousins. Yo, he re- yo. when you have a stat line of 46, 18, and 12, come on, boy. Come on, man. <laughs> like, and you a censor? Yo, he breaks ri- uh, 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 w- uh, Wilt Clock, not Wilt Clock, uh, Wilt Chamberlain records. He was breaking records all year long. Like you can't. I was just like looking at people. Like, are y'all kidding me? I'm not saying this. I'm not saying that it's not close, but it, it's not. As, it's not as close as y'all trying to make it. Because when they met, when that met head up, he showed him. He showed him who was the boss. He showed him, and he was humble about it. He's like, yo, I don't care who is the MVP as long as the big man. Yo. Yeah. He,
1: that was a, when, when that, they tried to poke cool. him
0: once the name tried to punk him and end up getting hurt? What's that boy? Smart Mark, uh, Marcus Morris.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Tried to punk him. He turned around like, yo, I ain't no punk. Bam. Had that boy out for almost 25 games. All <laughs> oh, because he wanted to be tough. He wanted to be tough guy. Now you tough guy to sling. Sit down. <laughs> You know, so he showed his toughness mentally and physically. He showed his ability to pass like he's never shown it before. He showed his ability to dribble. Yo, they, they have a play where he was running up court and somebody came at him. One of the guards came at him. He threw it behind his back with his right hand. The other guard came from the other direction. He threw it behind his back immediately with the left hand. I've never seen a double double back-to-back like that in my life. And then he scored. I'm right. like, this is a this is a six eleven, seven foot man doing this. Yeah. all,
1: like right. We get it. To... You, yeah, all right, we get it. You like them though. We got it. We got it. We got it. Yeah. Got it. I understand. yeah. That,
0: yo, all I gotta say, Steph, Steph and, and Jokic are my two favorite players in the NBA right now.
1: You know? Well, well what are you your favorite team, players? They it never happen outside the, the uh all-star game, but while we're here before we wrap up, I need to show a movie suggestion from you.
0: Uh, uh, I got a few. Uh, Umbrella Academy. I definitely, I definitely suggest people check that out. If you haven't ever seen it before, watch it from the beginning to the end. It's awesome. Stranger Things. Watch that. Uh, I'm going to give you another one. The Boys. The Boys is going to be found on Prime. Amazon Prime. Yo. Yeah, we're going have to have a conversation
1: about The Boys. That's... I
0: <laughs> guarantee you, you will not be disappointed. And did you see Invincible?
1: No, somebody gave that as a show suggestion um, up here before and I haven't seen it yet.
0: Yo, you got to check Invincible out. Those are my shows. Those are my shows and uh movies i'm gonna have to say the last matrix joint if you haven't seen that y'all need to watch it but you need to watch it three or four times because it's giving out so much it's just giving out so much information it's crazy
1: i'm not gonna um, let you have that i'm i'm sorry i've seen the last matrix and it was by I can't know, no, because no,
0: you're, you're looking at it for action, and it still had action and stuff. It wasn't like, but yo, the information that is given out, dude, is beyond this world, dude. Like, the Matrix is literally telling you about everything that's happening right now. Like, you can, the Matrix is like, it, it's a documentary. It's not even a movie. All three, all three of them, it's a documentary. Uh, so I will go with the Matrix. And I will also go with um, uh, a good movie. Movie. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because this hasn't been a real great season for movies.
1: Nigga, you gave me more than that. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Gotcha. Uh My show or movie suggestion, uh, if you haven't seen it. Um, I don't know if I've used Succession up here before, but Succession on HBO Max and... Uh, what is the other show that I was watching the other day? Um Oh, Mayans, I got back into Mayans because I was a huge son. Sons of Anarchy fan. Um, I got back into Mayans, but Mayans and Succession. If you haven't seen those, those are two uh, great shows. Um, Mel, I appreciate you for coming up here. I would tell people to get their excuses ready, but it's a holiday weekend, so you should have off anyway. And if you need an excuse, if you need an excuse to get out of your church job, Mel, give them an excuse they can use.
0: Uh, I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pregnant. I'll, y'all got to sit me there for nine months.
1: I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I appreciate you for coming up here. Know that I love you much. And uh, you're know always, welcome. <laughs> always welcome. Always Yo. welcome to come back up here.
0: Definitely, man. And if I still had a show... I don't know what's going on with my show. They haven't called me back
1: <laughs> after my
0: partner, my partner left and moved to Colorado. So they was like, yeah, we're going to still do the show. And they ain't called me back yet. So, But if I had a show, trust I would have you on. I love you, nephew.
1: I love you, too. What's the name of that show so people can catch the back catalog just in case they want to go look at the numbers?
0: The name of the show was Brother My Brother. Um, brother My Brother. Yeah, yeah, so... You know, if y'all right, want, well, check out some of the old
1: shows. Yeah, let, let's hope brother my brother comes back so we can get some uh updated episodes. Uh technology's advanced way too much for us not be able to still get brother my brother uh even though the brothers aren't in the same physical location. Uh well listen, but they don't have to do it. I'll do I'll do
0: something
1: else. I'll do, I'll do something listen, else. Promise. Listen, take the IP and do what you will.
0: You understand? Yes, sir.
1: But yes, I right, do love you much. Have a good yes, one. Sir. Enjoy your fall.
0: Love you too, man. Yes, sir. You too. Yo, in fact, what you do, yo, I'll hit you after we offer this. Yeah.
1: I was about to say, nigga, I work. I, I what you do, I work, nigga. That, that's what, that's <laughs> what I do. I work all of the time. <laughs> that's what I do. And so,
0: I guess we in the same
1: boat. Yeah, so that that's what I'm doing.
0: Yes, sir. I'm gonna have God hey, make it make that money.
1: Yeah. Gotcha. Got it. Got it. Gotcha. But all right, get my you.
0: guy. All right, man.